Coming up on 5-Minute News. Brooklyn suspect arrested after tipping off police to his location. Video released of Michigan cop executing black man after traffic stop. And CDC extends mask mandate for travelers as COVID rises. It's Thursday, April 14. I'm Anthony Davis. A man accused of shooting 10 people on a Brooklyn subway train was arrested on Wednesday and charged with a federal terrorism offence after the suspect himself called police to come get him, law enforcement officials said. 62-year-old Frank R. James was taken into custody about 30 hours after the carnage on a rush hour train, which left five victims in critical condition. My fellow New Yorkers, we got him, Mayor Eric Adams said. James was awaiting arraignment on a charge that pertains to terrorist or other violent attacks against mass transit systems and carries a sentence of up to life in prison. In recent months, James railed in online videos about racism and violence in the US and about his experiences with mental health care in New York City, and he criticized Adams' policies on mental health and subway safety. In addition to analysing financial and telephone records connected to James, investigators were reviewing hours of rambling, profanity-filled videos that James posted on YouTube and other social media platforms as they tried to discern a motive. In one video posted a day before the attack, James, who is black, criticises crime against black people and says drastic action is needed. Several of James's videos mention New York subways. A February 20th video says the mayor and governor's plan to address homelessness and safety in the subway system is doomed for failure and refers to himself as a victim of the city's mental health programs. A January 25th video criticizes Adams' plan to end gun violence. A black man face down on the ground was fatally shot in the back of the head by a white Michigan police officer, the violent climax of a simple traffic stop, a brief chase on foot and a struggle over a stun gun, according to videos of the April 4th incident released on Wednesday. 26-year-old Patrick Lyoya was executed outside a house in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Citing a need for transparency, the city's new police chief, Eric Winstrom, released four videos, including critical footage of the shooting recorded by a passenger in Lyoya's car on that rainy morning. I view it as a tragedy. It was the progression of sadness for me, said Winstrom, a former high-ranking Chicago police commander who became Grand Rapids chief in March. The city of about 200,000 people is around 150 miles northwest of Detroit. Video shows Lyoya, a native of the Democratic Republic of Congo, getting out of the car before the officer approached. He ordered Lyoya to get back in the vehicle, but the man declined, signaling that he wanted to know why he'd been stopped. Video shows Lyoya running from the officer, who stopped him for driving with a license plate that didn't belong to the vehicle. They struggled in front of several homes while Lyoya's passenger got out and watched. Winstrom said the fight over the taser lasted about 90 seconds. In the final moments, the officer was on top of Lyoya, kneeling on his back at times to subdue him. Winstrom didn't identify the officer, a seven-year veteran who is on paid leave during the investigation. 
Lyoya had two young daughters and five siblings, said Governor Gretchen Whitmer, who spoke to his family. He arrived in the United States as a refugee with his family fleeing violence. He had his whole life ahead of him, Whitmer said. Prominent civil rights attorney Ben Crump, speaking on behalf of Lyoya's family on Wednesday, called for the officer in the shooting to be fired and prosecuted. On Wednesday, several hundred protesters gathered outside the Grand Rapids Police Department following the release of the videos, with some cursing and shouting from behind barricades. The group demanded that officials make public the name of the officer in the shooting. The White House announced on Wednesday that it is extending the nationwide mask mandate for aeroplanes and public transit for 15 days as it monitors an uptick in COVID-19 cases. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention said it was extending the order, which was set to expire on the 18th of April until May 3rd, to allow more time to study the BA2 Omicron subvariant that is now responsible for the vast majority of cases in the US. When the Transportation Security Administration, which enforces the rule for planes, buses, trains and transit hubs, extended the requirement last month, it said the CDC had been hoping to roll out a more flexible masking strategy that would have replaced the nationwide requirement. The mask mandate is the most visible vestige of government restrictions to control the pandemic, and possibly the most controversial. A surge of abusive and sometimes violent incidents on aeroplanes has been attributed mostly to political disputes over mask wearing. Separately, the Biden administration also extended for 90 days a public health emergency that has been in effect since early 2020. That allows temporary continuation of a range of public health measures that do have broad support from more generous Medicaid coverage to flexibility around telehealth. The mask requirements for travellers was the target of months of lobbying from the airlines who sought to kill it. The carriers argued that effective air filters on modern planes make transmission of the virus during a flight highly unlikely. Republicans in Congress also fought to kill the mandate. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate, delivering independent, unbiased and essential world's news daily. History is complicated. The story of human progress is long, messy, and riddled with controversies big and small. On Conflicted, we dive headfirst into history's most infamous events and contentious figures. We try and untangle the good from the bad, the facts from the fiction, and the monsters from the misunderstood. Was Genghis Khan a murderous butcher or a civic pioneer? Did the Allied powers go too far? in firebombing the German city of Dresden at the twilight of World War II? And how did the Marquis de Sade acquire such a sinister reputation? And was any of it true? These are just a few of the tough questions we wrestle with and investigate on Conflicted. So if you love history or just enjoy a good story, please join me, your host, Zach Cornwell, 
for a fascinating new topic each and every month. Conflicted, a history podcast is available on Spotify, Apple, or wherever else you get your podcasts. I hope to see you soon.